All right, and we are recording on Anchor. So, welcome, welcome, everybody, to The Real and The Righteous, y'all. We are back. Yes. For the final time, y'all. We've yeah. taken a lot of breaks. Yes. Okay. Y'all, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you so much to all of our supporters and the listeners. And I also <coughs> want to say, y'all, thank you all so much for all the love that y'all been showing me um, and Shannon for the loss of my husband. Um, y'all, I love you. We love y'all so much. Absolutely. I felt the love. I appreciate all the messages and all of the, the um, monetary gifts, all of the support. <coughs> we just want to say thank you. Thank you so much, y'all. Y'all, this has been a long couple of weeks, you guys, but we know that God placed his vision inside of Shannon three years ago and we know that we got to keep on moving and we got to keep on pushing and so that's what we're doing y'all so we are back y'all tonight episode 37 it's humbling season y'all and this is going to be a toe stepper so there's your fair warning (laughs) but we're gonna go ahead and get into it y'all I'm gonna start off with the introduction and then we're gonna go ahead and get into it so my name is Crystal Wilson for those of you that is watching this for the first time I am a widow. I am a prayer warrior. Um, I am a mom. I am the founder of the Entrepreneurial Push LLC. And I used to say I was a CEO, but God is the CEO of my business now. Period. So I say I am the founder of the Entrepreneurial Push LLC. I am the co-founder of the Real and the Righteous podcast. And I just love to support the people of God um, in any type of way I can, y'all. The Entrepreneurial Push is a motivating movement for entrepreneurs all over the world. We also offer writing and publishing services. And, y'all, we also have a text messaging list now, y'all. So join up for our text messaging list, you guys. If somebody could type this in the comments, you can <coughs> type this in the comments, y'all. To join our text messaging list, I want you guys to text the word JOIN to 681-239-0712. Again, that is, you're going to text the word JOIN to 681-239-0712. And there, you will find out about all of our... uh, (laughs) And there, you will get all of our uh, motivation, inspiration... We're going to be doing some events soon, and you'll be able to get all of the goodies in that. All right? Absolutely. So that's just a little bit about me, Shannon. I'm going to turn it over to you. All right, everybody. So it is your girl, Shannon. Again, just to reiterate um, what Crystal stated, we definitely thank you all for your patience. Um, thank you to all of our listeners for just being patient with us as we've been going through a lot of changes physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, all of that. So we just definitely um, appreciate everybody. But I am Shannon. I am um, the founder of The Real and the Righteous podcast. And I'm also um, co-founder of the Entrepreneurial Push LLC, as well as editor for the Entrepreneurial Push LLC. I am also the BS Bypasser, the Solution Sprinkler, the Motivational Free Thinker, and the Jewel Dropper, okay? I feel like God has placed me in the ministry of helping people make it make sense. I work my nine to five in the medical billing industry. Um, I'm a mom, I'm a sister, I'm a friend, and more importantly, I am a lover of Jesus, all right? And so Crystal and I just love using the Real and the Righteous podcast as a way to push, support, to motivate, to shift your perspective, give you new ways to think about things, and to most importantly, talk about God in an open and safe space, okay? Okay, amen, y'all. So y'all, let's get right into it, y'all. Tonight is going to be 
a little bit different because me and Shannon um, were just saying that there's a fresh anointing that is going to be <laughs> real in the Righteous Podcast, y'all. And so, my <laughs> God. Okay. And so tonight, y'all, is going to be very real and righteous, but it's also going to be truth and it's also going to be transparency. And I'm going to start off with sharing my, a little bit of my testimony with y'all. And also, um, I'm going to share a part of a poem that I started writing, all right, called It's Humbling Season. Um, but tonight, I am going to start sharing my testimony. It's a testimony that, I have, that I've held on to for a long time. But I feel like now is the time to step into this testimony and to share this with y'all. All right. So first and foremost, let me go ahead and read a little bit of the poem called It's Humbling Season. I'm slipping, I'm falling, and I'm mentally not there. Taken away from my family, I'm hanging on by the thread of my hair. I'm tired from burnout, and my soul is crying out. I'm crying out to God through pain mental anxiety and shame my god i thank god for his grace i thank god for his mercy i gotta seek his face because i'm so unworthy i'm slipping i'm falling and it's humbling season imagine being a part of a system where you can't even eat i'm tired and i'm starving power trips and controls leading to upper advantage mental exhaustion leading to pain and bondage. Mm. I'm slipping, I'm falling, and it's humbling season. God is lifting me up, and it's a new season. Hey, We must rise up for this new generation. Imagine being a part of a system, and then God lifts you up, taking you to another destiny to show everyone that he is God Almighty. Mm-mm. He is God, and he will get all of the glory. Because you are his chosen one and he is in control of your story. Come on now. <laughs> and that, you guys, was a part of my poem, which is not finished because it's humbling season. All copyright remains to the Entrepreneurial Push LLC. <laughs> Period. And it may not be recorded or transferred or subscribed without our knowledge. Okay? Gotta put that in. <laughs> okay. Okay. What Gotta you're put not that in. Do. Okay. <laughs> Be stealing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know we gotta cut up. Right. But um, but but yeah, I wanted to share that with y'all. So y'all really quick, I want to talk about how this episode came about. And so y'all, I just recently went through a humbling season. And so a lot of you may or may not know. Hey girl, hey, hey Siobhan. Here. Hey Siobhan. So a lot of you may or may not know, and I've told this story before, that you guys know that um my husband and I, my late husband, bought our house. August 31st of last year, right? And so as I was going along that journey, y'all, I didn't know that I would go through all of this. And just like how, um, what is the pastor um, that talks about, uh, I can't remember what his name is, but he passed away. And he says that if God was to show you what you would have to go through to get to your destiny, you wouldn't say, if you would have told me that I would go through all right. of this, if you would have told me that I would have lost my husband in the process, I would have said, right. God, no, I'm not going through that. Is that right? Miles Monroe? Miles Monroe. Miles that's Monroe. his name. Miles yeah. Monroe. And so um, we bought our house last year, you guys. Um, and of course, I wanted the military to let me work from home, right? But they kept turning it down, right? And I kept telling them I wanted to work from home because I was mentally going through a lot. Um, my husband was mentally going through a lot, you know, and um, I wanted to be there for my husband. I wanted to be there. You know, my father-in-law passed away um, 
for over 14 months ago and so that took a heavy weight on my on my our family and so you know i wanted them to let me work from home and they said no so i end up having to leave y'all I end up having to leave to go back to West Virginia only to stay on a military base, y'all. I stayed on this military base. Oh, keeps going out like that. I stayed on this military base, y'all, for seven months, y'all. I, I came back to West Virginia on October the 3rd. Matter of fact, that was right after I went to um, the Devoted Life, the first Devoted Life that Shelly had. And oh, I literally yeah. traveled to West Virginia the next day, right? And so I stayed there until just recently y'all when my husband passed away and um you know now now i'm here or whatever of course you know with my children and stuff like that but let me tell y'all how this humbled me a while back ago i posted things that i've learned from me being there right compassion mm -hmm. and humility y'all so not only did i have to stay on this military base right people knew that i was there mm-hmm People kind of knew somewhat of my business a little bit, not to no fault of my own, but just because of the, um, circumstance. of the circumstances and everything. And so um, I have a I actually have a picture, y'all, that I took where I literally was sleeping in my office. Right. And I, I was like, OK, God, hey, I don't Shayla. know what's going on. Hey, Shayla. I was like, OK, God, I don't know what's going on. I didn't want to get another uh place in west virginia being that i have a mortgage now right. i didn't want to have to get another place or rent another place or pay for utilities right so i was like i'm just going to stay on this military base and just trust god because i know i'm gonna be coming home soon and i just kept telling myself that right mm -hmm. but in the midst of that y'all um it was humbling for me y'all there were days where um i ate oodles and noodles because i was having to uh take care of take you know support my husband with the household and stuff household. like that yeah there even were, though you weren't there even though i wasn't there right. there was days where literally y'all we would have drill and this is no lie and and of course we had a bunkhouse and i would sleep in the bunkhouse but i felt more safe in my office because those of you that's been in the military facility you know it's an open base so anybody can pretty much walk in at any time right so y'all there were literally days where i would have my mattress and then we would get up for drill and I would have to get up and put my mattress up. Y'all, I even went through a season where I was ashamed. Right. And I was like, man, I don't want it to look like I'm staying here. You know, because I had my clothes in the office. I had my suitcase in there and everything else. And I just, you know, it was a, it was a humbling season for me. Right. right. And I heard and, I, and, I, and the Holy Spirit was telling me that this is a period of humility that you're going through. Right. Mm -hmm. Because now to God be the glory, even though I'm at home. But I couldn't see all of that then. I didn't know all of this was going to happen. Right. And so as I started going through the process of that, um, you know, there were people there that, that would have drill. And then I would wake up and like go out to my walk out of my office. And then people would be looking like, where she come where from? Where she come from? Right. <laughs> right. Like, but it was really, it was really, a, it, it really was a period of humbling for me. Um, you know, and even so now, you know, I give God all the glory because... Y'all, let me just fast forward and say this, right? I got a lot of pushback about buying my house in South Carolina. So y'all, so many things crossed my mind. And I'll share this testimony at a later time uh, about, the, about the process of how my husband passed away. But I'm like, there's so many things I think about, right? Um, I think about 
Y'all, can you imagine if my husband would have passed away in West Virginia? Right. Can you imagine if I would have had to get his body back down here to South Carolina? Can you imagine if I would have felt forced to get another place in West Virginia? Right. And now I got to worry about coming back down here. I'm there by myself with the kids, Mm -hmm. having to deal with this death, having to worry about, oh, I got to move and all of that. And, And like the Holy Spirit was taking me through this process. And I was just like, Lord... Even in the midst of my grief, I'm like, Lord, I thank you. Yes. I thank you because, like, I was getting all this revelation. So while a lot of people didn't understand what I was going through or understand why I made the decision to buy my house here, I'm like, can you imagine if if we didn't have a home here? Right. Not only would I have to go through the process of getting my stuff out of West Virginia and coming back here, but I would have also had to go through the school. And you would have had to have done that by yourself. By myself. Yeah. And so... You know, I say all that to say a lot of people may have laughed and a lot of people may have judged me, mm-hmm. but God gets all the glory. Yes, God, God gets all the glory, y'all. And I wanted to share a little bit of that. Um, I'll, I will uh, share more of my story later. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I can and can't say because I'm monitoring spirits and I'm just going to leave that at that. Mm-hmm. But I will share more later when the time comes. But I wanted to um, share some scriptures that I have also. And then I was going to say I'll turn it over to Shannon um on that on what i've learned about about the humility the first scripture i wanted to share is james 4 and 10 that says humble yourselves before the lord and he will exalt you so it got to a point to where y'all when i tell you me stand on that military base if i got so many revelations about so many different things i said lord i thank you that i have food I thank you that I have water. I thank you that you've given me a place yes, over God. my head. You've given me shelter over my head. God, I thank you for this mattress that I'm sleeping on. God, I thank you for this food. Like, I, when I tell you, I really got into a state of humbleness. Right. And where I, uh, uh, you know, where I, a lot, I, I stopped complaining. Mm-hmm. And I started being grateful and thanking God for what I had. Right. Right. Just like, yes, like, like Jatara said about trusting God. When I had to, when I le- had to leave to go back. Up there, I was like, Lord, where am I going to stay? I can't right. afford to get another place. I can't afford to to uh, to to manage two households and have to pay utilities for this household and pay utilities for another household. But God said, do you trust me? Mm-hmm. Right? And so I had to go through that process of just really trusting God, y'all. I went through a season where it was just literally just me and God. Y'all, God was preparing me for this before this even happened. Right. It was just me and God. I got closer to closer to God. I started fasting more. I started praying more. I would walk outside and talk to God. Um, and I just got into a place to where I really, really started seeking God. And I remember people used to ask me, you don't get bored out there? You know, what do mm-hmm. you do? And in my mind, I'm like, no, I don't get bored. Because you know what I was doing? Meditating, writing in my right. notebook, talking to God, fasting, praying, working on my business. Right. Right. Doing things for my business, doing things for my email marketing and things like that and getting things in order. Right. Because that's what God prepared me for. And so that's what that scripture reminds me of about humbling, humbling yourselves before the Lord and God will exalt you. Um, Another scripture I want to share is James four and six that says um, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Y'all, that was another thing. I And I used to tell Shannon this every time I used to come home. Y'all, I would thank God when I would drive in my neighborhood because I literally was coming home like once a month and I would only be able to stay here for like three or four days and then I have to drive to go back. 
I told Shannon, I said, I literally would drive and that in my neighborhood for a year, right? for a whole year, for the I, whole last year, for a whole year, and yeah. I and I would drive in my neighborhood, and I would say, God, I thank you. Yeah. Lord, look at the neighborhood you allow me to pick. Look at where I live at. God, my kids, everything I prayed for, from one of my kids to go to Lexington Five Schools, um, the neighborhood, living in a beautiful, nice neighborhood. Right. And I would literally drive home. But see, me driving back and forth like that, for me driving to my home, driving back to West Virginia, staying it on the military you, base with the showers, that, yeah. cement showers and all of that. It, it gave, gave me, a, me that humility. It gave me a humility yeah. and humbleness. And I was like, God, I thank you because I know I may be temporarily living here on this military base, but yes, I know God. it's not going to be forever. And so that really humbled me. Come on, who am I talking to? Who out there has has had a situation to humble them? And so, <laughs> all right, and then I'm going to share one more one more um, scripture, and then I'm going to turn it over to Shannon. And then the last scripture I wanted to share is Romans 12 and 3 that says, to not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Mm-hmm. And that also reminds me of when people, they come to us and they, and they uh, you know, of course, of course we have confidence, but it reminds me of how people say, were you to go and you this and you that? And it's like, to God be the glory. Right. Right. I know you think that, but I'm throwing back all the honor to God because right. to, God, to, to God gets all the glory. All right. And so that was a short part of my testimony, y'all. I, I hope that that blessed y'all. I'm going to turn it over to Shannon. Um, and I will be sharing more later. But um, Shannon, I'm going to let you take it on the way. All right, y'all. So um, I definitely have a couple of points I want to touch on just to back, um, kind of piggyback off of a lot of the things that crystal just talked about so you just stated asked the question has anyone ever had an experience where they were had to be humble and that literally just happened to me like it was my birthday so eight days ago right (laughs) where god literally had to be like you know what hey auntie lola thank you for hopping on um where god literally had to sit me down and make it clear to me that in this particular situation where I thought that the other person was the problem, they weren't. And it was me. Like the Holy Spirit literally was like, you're the problem, sis. Oh, on my birthday, Shayla. Oh, on my birthday. Like I couldn't even sleep that (laughs) night. Y'all, God was dealing with me. So when I woke up the next morning, my feelings were so hurt. I was like, so you trying to say I'm the problem? Me, your good and faithful servant. I'm the problem? Girl, my feelings was hurt. I had to call the person and apologize to them because mm. what it what it taught me is that a couple of different things, right? So some of the things that God was dealing with me about was um, a lot of the times, first of all, I will say this. A lot of the times in, in different types of relationships, your friendships and stuff like that, we go into things with these expectations of what we want something to look like whether it be a friendship or a personal relationship or whatever the dynamic is we go into it with these expectations and then when it doesn't look like that instead of us giving giving that other person or whatever the, the situation is instead of we giving them the opportunity to prove themselves, we're judging them based off of a scenario that we've created in our head, Mm, a false narrative Hmm. that we created in our head. So literally God had to be like, you know what? No, you need to go back and apologize to that person because at the end of the day, when when you're talking about um, just in, in the way that you deal and communicate with people, 
just because someone has a different thought or belief than you, that doesn't make you better than them. Absolutely. Just because we have a relationship with God and we get kingdom revelation and we believe in the word and we know we have the power and authority, that doesn't make us better than anybody. Amen. You know what I mean? And just because somebody doesn't agree with you, you can, when we have talked about this before, you can be in communication with people and agree to disagree. Come on now. You don't always have to agree, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that that other person deserves disrespect absolutely or deserves to have their thoughts or feelings disregarded just because y'all don't agree okay come on now okay so i'll leave that there all right so the next thing i want to talk about is um oh okay the next thing i want to talk about is this in regards to humbling season, right? And I'm just going to use this situation as an example. Me and Crystal were talking about this. When it comes to your spiritual gifts, how can you expect someone else to put you in a position to use a gift that you're not practicing? Hmm. Right? So this goes back to being humble and it goes back to the scripture, Crystal, that you just... Um, I'm going to read it again. It was Romans 12 and 3. And it says, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Right. And mm-hmm. so what that makes me think about or, or for an example, like say, for instance, if you're if you're a member of a church or something or an organization and you feel like God has put an anointing on your life to be an intercessory prayer, right? Or, or to do intercessory prayer. If you feel like God revealed that to you or whatever the case may be, and you go into the church and you don't get the opportunity to use that gift, you have to remember that for one, God is not going to put you in that type of position to, to be able to be praying or interceding over something or someone and you haven't been practicing in that in your regular everyday life because it's one thing to intercede at home it's another thing to intercede in a church building over people and stuff like that when there are other souls at stake Mm, you know what i mean that's not really nothing to play with like that so god is not gonna gonna put you in a position to be to be put to use doing something that you haven't been practicing in in your regular everyday life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so a lot of the times I feel like we misjudge when it comes to like certain churches or organizations. We may misjudge. Um, that, that brings me to my next point, which is we have to learn sometimes how to separate the anointing or a gift that a person has from their character. And what I mean by that is God might put you in a, in a building or in a room or in a, in an atmosphere to go and receive something that's in the atmosphere, regardless of the person that it's coming from. So a lot of the times, and this is me and Crystal experienced this recently where it's like, sometimes I feel like the people of God are missing out on moments and opportunities for connections and moments and opportunities for breakthrough because we're looking at. We're looking at the people like, oh, I disagree with with this or I disagree with how they do that or I just I don't really like that. But little do you know, God might be putting you 
first of all, God could be putting you to bring your atmosphere to that place because Absolutely. he wants somebody to glean something to you. Or it could be the opposite of that. He might be bringing you into that atmosphere to get something, but because you're operating in your emotions and you got in your feelings about what you don't like, what you don't like about that person or what they, you don't like the way they dress or they outfit or whatever right. it is, whatever stupid mm -hmm. thing it is. You know what I mean? And you're missing out on your blessings and your opportunities mm -hmm. because they're not coming packaged in how you want it to, how you want it to look yeah. or how you yeah. wanted to act because mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, let's see. What else did I have to talk about on here? Um, Oh, okay. This is the last thing. And then we can um throw it to to see if anybody had comments or anything that they wanted to add. So the last thing I want to talk about real quick when we're talking about um being humble and realizing that everybody as far as as far well people in general because that's one thing that I've learned too and even in, even in the passing of my brother-in-law of of Crystal's husband what I learned too is that I feel like sometimes the people of God, we get so wrapped up in our relationship with God that we forget to just be good people. Mm, you know what I mean? Okay. And I feel like, like, I feel like sometimes we use our relationship at God or, or, or use the fact that we're Christians or whatever the case may be. And we kind of weaponize it and like, well, I don't, that can't happen to me because I've got a relationship with God. And then right. you're like looking down on people and you're, you know what I mean? And you're just, you're not getting the regular everyday, uh, uh, or, or putting into practice every day, just being a good person. Right. Because that's important too. Yes, we have a relationship with God. And yes, love, the, the scripture says that love covers a multitude of sins. So there's, you know, we have a relationship with God. And there are some things that, you know, we'll, we will be able to do as a result of that. But at the same time, we all should just work on and practice just being better people. Right. Yep. And so I say that to say this, because me and Crystal experienced this recently. And I saw somebody else. I want to say it was maybe um, Nicole Ezell, um, who does Facebook ads, ads and marketing, had put up a post and was like that one of her biggest pet peeves is when um, she says she wants to do something and somebody was somebody says, well, just pray about it and use your discernment. You don't think I did that already? Mm -hmm. Like. I, yeah, I did that already. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so mm -hmm. that's another part of it too, right? Mom said there are no big I and little you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. And so I feel like sometimes that's another thing about it too is like you have to recognize and, and understand. First of all, we have to stop being so judgmental of other people yeah. because you never know what people are going through. Yep. And then that's another thing too. There, like you can look at other people and recognize the fruit of God on their life and stuff like that. But at the same time, you can't really judge somebody's spiritual maturity level, not just by looking at them. You know what I mean? Like you would have to get to know that person and be in communication with that person and, and, and in order for you to get a gauge of where they are at spiritually. So it's like sometimes I feel like when we're offering people advice, or when, when we're offering them suggestions, if somebody is coming to you for a, like a, a solution 
and that person is a spiritual person and has a relationship with God, it's probably safe to assume, at least for me anyway, and yeah. I know the people that I'm in company with, like, if they're yeah. coming to me for something, I'm not going to tell them, just pray about it. They probably did that already. Right. and they're, You know what I'm saying? And they're Facts. looking to maybe have a conversation with you. Maybe there's something that you know that they need. Maybe there's information that you have in, in your head or in your heart or whatever that they don't have. You know what I mean? And so I just feel like, like I said, when it comes to being humble, that's, I, I don't know. It kind of makes me sad sometimes in the body of Christ because I really feel like some of the things that I've experienced over the last like month or two, it, it makes me understand why people turn away from the church. Because yeah, the saints are a trip. Yeah. <laughs> the saints are really a trip. Like yeah. the saints, I mean, listen. Don't get me wrong. I Nobody's perfect. I understand that we're all a work in progress. I get it. Nobody's going to be perfect. Everybody has things they're working on all the time. But at the same time, don't be no dry saint. Don't be a dry saint. Okay? <laughs> don't be no dry saint. Okay? Um, so true. But we shouldn't use the word of God to be a stumbling block to others because it took someone to pray for us to be where we are today. No one is exempt. We all fall short and need someone to help us along this Christian journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So true. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely true, Ronald. But yeah, and I wasn't saying like, um, I wasn't saying like, you of course always should. Well, I don't, well, I can only speak for me. You definitely Okay, let's see. Auntie Lois said, yes, because gifts and calls is without repentance. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that means, and you know what, Auntie Lola, I'm glad you said that. That's another aspect of it, too, is that that sometimes I feel like people don't realize. It's like, um, that's I believe Shelly taught about that one time, too, about how God gave us all the measure of faith. Mm -hmm. So where you are at in your faith journey is not as a result of God sprinkling more faith on this person or that person. It's because... Yeah. You have been exercising your faith and staying in your word and putting yeah. that faith to. And that's how your faith grows. And that's how your spiritual gifts grow. grow. So it's not like God gave this person more or and gave right. you less. It's just like that person may be a little more spiritually mature. They may be spending more yep. time and getting more revelation and stuff like that. Exactly. Jatara, be humble and sit down. Sit down be okay. <laughs> sit on yeah. down. But yeah, I think that was mostly it. And I think the I think the takeaway is for one, I would say humble yourself or God will humble you. Cause he did definitely did that to me. And me, and me too. <laughs> yeah, Leah, like humble yourself or he will humble you. And when he humbles you, it's not gonna feel good. And it might be on your birthday. <laughs> and then Yeah, like you're gonna be like, dang, today, God, you could have I'm trying to celebrate. You could have put this off to tomorrow. Or something like that, you know? But yeah, so I will say that. Don't be humble or God will humble you. And the other, on the other side of that, I just feel like as the body of Christ, we need to be less judgmental right. about where other people are in their spiritual journey. And also just making sure that, like I said, we are just putting being a good person into practice. Because right. a lot of the issues that, I feel like a lot of the things that are sometimes that we sometimes confuse, we make them overcomplicated. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, 
We don't have to do that. It could right. all be so simple, but you'd rather make it hard. And God probably feel like that about us too. He'd be like, y'all be making it so I'm hard. So... Y'all be making it so difficult. So, so but yeah, was there anything else? I think that was all I had. Was there anything else that um, anybody wanted to say? Any comments? Anything anybody wanted to add? I was just going to say, I see mom that said about your gifts will, will make room for you. And that reminds me also Absolutely. of just like how you were talking about with the church and stuff, because that's one thing I had to learn is that just like how you said, not being so focused on doing everything for show, mm. but actually operating in your gift and in your gift. Cause I've, I feel like um, I've experienced that also over the past couple of um, months and even years as to where if you have a, you know, a, a gift of praying or a gift, or whatever right. the case may be that God will literally bring the people to you instead of you so focused on um and this is for my entrepreneurs too, so focus on trying to make a sale or hustle, right. hustle, 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 hustle all the time, just like how I talked about in my poem about the burnout, because that is real. But I I think that's true about um, you know, like you said, your gifts will make room for you. But that was Absolutely. all I had. I was gonna read to see did anybody have any questions or comments and we could read some of the comments really quick. Let's see. Mm. Okay, let's see. Ooh. Thank y'all for tuning in too. Lord, help the people, Jatara help said. The people. Help us, Lord. Shayla Denise said exactly, missing the mark. Mm -hmm. Right. Siobhan said, just be a good person. It's not always that deep. It's really not. We be we overcomplicate a lot of things and it doesn't mm -hmm. It, it's we overcomplicated a lot you know if we think we have arrived we can't learn mm, anything oh so true. that just gave me another that just gave me another so another true. aspect of it because i had a conversation with somebody about that about how just because and i kind of touched on that earlier but it's like everybody i think that's that's the thing sometimes too about being humble no matter what age you are is because I feel like sometimes in the there's I feel like there's a sometimes like a generational disconnect mm -hmm. sometimes between you know the the older generation and the elders sometimes and they don't really understand like our generation and the young, younger generations um and, and how we think and operate and then on the other side of that sometimes I feel like the younger generations have kind of lost that respect you know what i mean and that yeah. reverence for the older generation and i believe sometimes that causes a disconnect because um me and my dad we had we 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 kind of had a moment about that because um you know he was saying something to me what were we talking oh that was that was the day of that was the day of the funeral and me and him were having a, a conversation about the flowers about, <laughs> about these flowers and he kept saying oh my god um not yeah, you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. And and you're is I'm old school and this, that, and the third. And I said, Dad, it's not that I don't know anything. You can't say that I don't know anything because me and you aren't concerned about the same things at the same time. Right. You're concerned about the flowers today. I'm not <laughs> concerned about that today. We just have right. two different things that we're concerned about. Right. That doesn't mean that I'm Un uneducated that doesn't mean right. i'm not smart it just means that you care about something at this very moment that i don't care about right you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so that just was just to touch on what mom said about how um what was the comment 
about how um if you think we have arrived we will, if we you think right if you think you have arrived because we have to realize that no matter what a wise man knows that he doesn't know everything you know what I mean? And that as every day that you're on this earth is an opportunity for you to learn and get new information. You know what I mean? So I feel like that goes for all for all generations and for all sides. It's like just because, you know, just because you've been around for a long time that the wisdom. First of all, wisdom is a spirit. Right. So the wisdom can be possessed. A, a six year old can could be wise. You know what I mean? Wisdom is a spirit. So it's like sometimes just because you've lived a long time, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're wise or that you know everything. If you feel like, well, I, I've just, I've just been around for a long time and I don't need to learn anything new. Right. That's not, yeah, yeah, that's not, that yeah, way. you can't yeah. grow and you're not going to expand your capacity. You're not going to expand your horizons and you're not going to expand your mind. If you feel like, well, I've just been alive for a long time and I can't learn anything new. That's, right. that's, that's not true right. you know what i mean and so that um just really goes back to what we were talking about earlier about how you know everybody is not going to have the same mindset and the same opinion as you you know mm -hmm. what i mean but that doesn't make you your relationship with god or whatever the case may be that doesn't necessarily make you better than anyone yep. you know what i mean and we have to understand how to be able to be in communication and communicate our thoughts and feelings without being yeah. judgmental and without, you know, talking down to people and stuff like that because that's ungodly. It so, is. It but is. yeah, that's that was it. That was it. Well, thank y'all so much for joining. Okay, let's see. I'm gonna say, awesome ladies, keep God first, and He will direct the way we should go. Yes, Amen. Great podcast, proud of you. Oh, thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yes, thank y'all for taking time out, especially on a Sunday, to tap in. Yes, y'all. But we um are gonna go ahead and close out, y'all. And don't forget to be here next Sunday for our next podcast, episode 38. Don't be a dry saint. Please don't be dry. <laughs> Please don't be dry, cause. Out of your belly, what is, what's the scripture? Out of your belly shall flow living waters. Living so how waters. you gonna got living waters in your belly and you a dry saint? <laughs> how? It's gonna be good, y'all. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we All right, everybody. Y'all have a great night. Until next time. We'll Peace. See y'all later. Good night, everybody.